When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And just to get back to the the matchup itself, Mark, look, the Chargers allow 5.7 yards per carry as last in football. Uh, the Niners, consequently, on defense, have allowed 86 rushing yards per game. That's the best in football. So you got the best rushing defense against the worst rushing defense. The Chargers are going to have to beat you through the air in all likelihood, while the Niners are probably going to have to pound the rock with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, hoping to get Elijah Mitchell back on Sunday. Uh, this this is going to be interesting and two you know, contrasting styles on offense, Mark. And I just wonder... Um, you know, how exactly the Niners are going to try and distribute the touches. To me, I want to see them attack on the ground until the Chargers show you that it's not going to work, until they until they stop you. If they're giving up six yards of carry, to me, it's got to be McCaffrey, Debo, Mitchell maybe. Everyone has to get touches. And if it's going to be a 50-rushing attempt type game for the Niners, then so be it. Yeah, I, I mean, if if they struggle to run the ball, then that's the, tough for the 49ers. I mean, they're going to have to. You mentioned the numbers, you know, on either side. The Niners are, should have success against a porous run defense for the Chargers who are dealing with a lot of injuries of their own. And then, uh, you know, the Niners should be able to slow down the run game of the Chargers. However, when you when you look at, at some of the numbers, what's interesting is you look at maybe you know the specific stat here most receptions by a running back in the NFL this year number one is Austin Eckler 60 far and away number one and then number two Christian McCaffrey 43 so I mean you're also looking at a couple of you know players of course most of those catches for McCaffrey came when he was a Panther uh, but most of the the 49ers uh, pardon me most of these offenses also run through their running backs but in the passing game so uh, a lot of times we talk about the run game, you know, the quarterback just turns and hands it off to that running back. And then, you know, you deal with what you got. But now in the modern NFL, you sometimes have kind of an extension of that running game, the short passing game. And you have two of the best, probably the best, you know, catching, receiving running backs in the NFL in this matchup, Austin Eckler against Christian McCaffrey. And there's a good chance that maybe whichever side has more success turning those short catches by their running backs, and you can include Debo Samuel in that for the 49ers, into long gains, that could be a decider in this game as well. Yeah, and, and I also think defensively, uh, the Niners certainly have an advantage. I mean, they're getting healthier on defense, but just overall, uh, the Chargers just don't have as many bodies. They're, they're free agent splash this summer. J.C. Jackson has not really panned out. He's on season-ending IR at this point, but even before then, he was not the corner he was in New England. Uh, he broke his kneecap a couple of weeks ago. He's out for the season. Uh, Joey Bosa went down against Jacksonville with a groin injury. Unfortunately, he will not get to play against his brother, Nick Bosa, on Sunday Night Football. Um, 
I mean, the Chargers, of course, are missing the offensive weapons we mentioned, but their starting left tackle, who was an all-pro last season, Rashawn Slater, is done for the year with a torn bicep. Um, There's just not a whole lot of healthy bodies on the Chargers' side, and they actually just ended up waiving their their former uh, first-round pick, Jerry Tillery, who's a defensive lineman. So they're, they're, they're kind of in disarray at this point. It just seems like a bad... A bad matchup for the Chargers and a great one for the 49ers. And that's why for the first time against, I don't want to say a, a, a quality team right now. I think the Chargers are going to be better than they are currently in, say, 10 weeks when they get a little bit healthier. But this is the first chance mark for the 49ers to pick up what I would consider to be a marquee victory. I mean, looking at Seattle in week two, they're not the same team they are now. I know they beat them pretty handedly. Uh, the Rams, as we've talked about, looking back are not what we thought they would be at all. And division opponents are also a little bit different for the 49ers. I can't consider Carolina a great victory, even though they've been playing better football as of late. This chance on on Sunday night football is the first opportunity for the 49ers to put their foot on an opponent, step on their neck and say, you are banged up. It does not matter. We are not going to allow a single breath for you to take in this game in which you think you are going to win. And I'm not saying if they don't win by 20 points that it is you know, an absolute disaster for the 49ers, but in a marquee setting against a quality opponent with maybe the best quarterback you've faced so far this season, this is an opportunity for the 49ers on national television to put a a, a, a PSA out to the rest of the league that they are contenders for not just the division, not just the conference, but the Super Bowl. And now this is when the conversation begins to roll a little bit more if the 49ers can take care of business. Well, yeah, and they need it. I mean, obviously, uh, winning by a, a wide margin would be phenomenal, you know, sending a message to the league and, and maybe proving something to yourself as well. Uh, but just, you know, at a baseline, the Niners need a win. I mean, right now they're a game and a half behind Seattle uh, for first place in the NFC West. Six and three is Seattle. They're two and one in the, in the division as well. That only lost to the 49ers. Meanwhile, of course, San Francisco was four and four and undefeated in NFC West play. The Niners will know the results, of course, of that Seattle game when they play Tampa in Germany early on Sunday on the West Coast. The kickoff is 630 Sunday, Seattle and Tampa. Niners are certainly Tom Brady fans this week as they hope they can knock off the Seahawks. But win or lose for Seattle, the Niners need a win to pick up some ground in that NFC West. I still think there's a lot of confidence in the Niners building among Niner fans and a lot of belief, I think, you know, in, in football fans in general. I think Vegas still favors the 49ers to win the NFC West, but at some point you're going to have to make up that ground, and this week could be a really good opportunity. Perhaps the Bucs are starting to turn things around. That's probably a tough matchup for Seattle in Germany, a, a, a gigantic stage for a relatively young team against the most experienced quarterback in NFL history. Probably a difficult one for, for the Seahawks. So the Niners, to your point, uh, would love to to prove a point to everyone in the NFL, to everyone watching on, on prime time on Sunday night football in Santa Clara. Uh, but they also just just need a win for the simple fact that they want to win the division. And right now you're you're not winning the division and you want to pick up ground when you have a chance. Um, so I totally agree with you. This is an opportunity for the 49ers to make that statement and to take one giant step 
towards winning this NFC West because I think, uh, you know, if the Niners want to have a successful season, it's got to be winning winning the division first and foremost, and they certainly have a great chance to do that. And it really starts after this bye against this Chargers team that is banged up, and you got to take advantage of when you're playing teams that aren't at full strength. No, that's uh, that's absolutely right. You cannot play down to your competition. You have to hopefully maintain uh, a level of consistency that the Niners have found at times, but have <laughs> sort of struggled. I mean, the first half of this, I, I don't want to say you, you got to throw it out, but I mean, look, you have a new quarterback after week two, the first three games, four games. Like, to me, and especially with the trade deadline now adding McCaffrey, um, th- this hopefully should be a game where we get a sense of the 49ers' identity for the rest of the season. I mean, coming off the bye, that's where you should hopefully be is getting healthier, you know, and establishing what kind of team this 2022 Niners is going to be. So so with that, Mark, uh, let's get to our predictions. Mm-hmm. I gave mine out earlier in the episode, so I'll, I'll largely toss it to you. But I, I think the 49ers take care of business at home. Um, I, I think it's 30 to 20. I mean, I, I'll, I'll take High the score. 49ers... I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I know the 49ers put up 31 last week. Uh, I just don't think that the Chargers' defense is is all that impressive. They don't really do a good job in the red zone against teams. Uh, they give up a lot of points. They, they score about 23 per game. They're pretty middle of the pack there. Uh, but the Chargers have been involved, outside of last week, in some shootouts. And, and I think that the Niners do enough to put up points early, play from the lead, run the ball, capitalize hopefully in the red zone and they end up winning handily 30 to 20 30 20 49ers i have a, a, a the same victor i'm going uh the 49ers 27 to 19 kind of a strange point total for the chargers 19 points i think there's some you know weird stuff that happens early in the game and ultimately the chargers they get within eight points you know hopefully they get the ball back and they can get a two-point conversion at the end to tie it but they ultimately can't do it 27-19 is my final score project uh, prediction. 49ers come out on top, improve to 5-4, and four, uh, get a big win at home on Sunday night football. This is a Niners team, uh, you know, despite the fact that they, they got blown out against the Kansas City Chiefs, have been really, really good at home. Uh, I'm, I'm very confident that this is a, a win for the 49ers. I think that the line placed by Vegas, you can see it if you're watching on YouTube, uh, SF minus seven and the over under set at 45. I think those are pretty good right on the numbers. Again, I have the Niners winning by eight and the over just barely hitting by a point. So if you're betting on the game, I think it's going to be a sweat, uh, but the Niners probably come out on top. I'm fairly confident in that one. Well, we'll find out. Uh, by the way, Mark, I believe my last four predictions have been wrong. So hopefully uh, the fact we're on the right side, hopefully you can get me right is what I'm saying. Uh, because I, I I need a I need a W as do the 49ers. Hopefully they can get above 500. Uh, I think also Mark that means that that you slightly have the over, correct? That does. I projecting 46 points and the over under at least you know right now recording it on Thursday night. Right now it's set at 45. Maybe the market shifts and it changes, but right now 45 is the over under. So it's going to be a sweat. Mark Grandy is a sharp. Ladies and gentlemen, that, that's pretty much <laughs> what this comes down to. Uh, you got them winning by eight points and hitting the over by a point. So we'll, we'll, we shall see. Uh, but I'll be at the game. I'm looking forward to going, Mark, and getting down to Levi's for the first time this stadium, uh, first time this season, pardon me, and looking forward to hopefully a competitive match in which the 49ers 
kind of differentiate themselves from the rest. Uh, but it'll yeah. be an uphill battle with with your boy from Oregon and Justin Herbert. Yeah, I also think quickly, I know we got to get out of here in a minute. I also think uh, you can't overlook the fact that the, this ni- this is a Niner team coming off of a bye. I know we've talked about it, but just how much that helps. I know the Chargers had their bye the week prior, so they're relatively fresh, at least the guys that are playing. Of course, they are more banged up than the 49ers, but that bye certainly helps for the 49ers leading into this one. But yeah, should be a fun one. I'm excited. Been waiting for a long time, it feels like, for this game to get going. So I'm excited to to watch it and then we'll uh, be back for another episode on uh, Monday morning to wrap it all up. Yeah, no doubt. Looking forward to that Monday reaction episode. Hopefully it is a victory Monday for the 49ers. In the meantime, uh, download, write, and subscribe to the 415ers podcast. We appreciate any reviews. Five stars are appreciated. Let us know what you think. I'm on social at eGettings10. Mark is on social at Mark Grandy. Mark with a C, Grandy with an I. Grandy, thank you, my man. And we will talk to you on Monday. Everyone enjoy the weekend. Enjoy Sunday night football between the Chargers and the 49ers.